up everybody happy easter this is a whole lot of podcasts with your host ebenezer ojo and hope out of bio thank you so much for tuning into a whole lot of podcast um bringing to you the the most interesting stories and topics on this platform you're welcome yeah a whole lot of pod you're so welcome how's your easter sunday hope it's been great actually went to church this morning you know as usual yeah it's been a slow easter but like i think this has been the most memorable easter really i've ever had how so just a lot like being in the presence of god with community has been huge Mm. you didn't get that last easter Uh, i didn't think it was a priority in my life as much i think Mm. now i actually understand what like easter signifies and like i understand what jesus did really like yeah and there was this one worship night that we had with a couple of um my friends and while we were singing that we actually broke bread and drank some people drink wine and some people just drink grape juice wow so it was like actually like breaking bread and like wow so it was good it was good. what about um you guys do anything with the easter bunny anything with the eggs the, the symbolism of the eggs <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 you you i thought we i thought you searched for the for the bunnies and the eggs Okay, the, no damn buddies. And you know, that doesn't make I don't understand the commercialism besides um behind Easter. I don't get it. Because rabbits don't lay eggs. So where is the eggs coming from? Yeah, wait, rabbits don't lay eggs? They don't. They're yeah. mammals, so they have live births. Oh like humans do. That's weird. So uh, where do they get the eggs from? I don't sure. understand. It beats me. I would love to know I understand it was to make the Easter theme with the bunnies and stuff is to make money. It but does, where did they even come up with that idea with eggs and rabbits? And Somebody came up with it. That just doesn't make any sense. And you know what candy is actually terrible? Peeps. Peeps. You know people love that stuff? Bro. It's literally marshmallows covered in sugar. Bro, I was at a, I was somewhere and they had peeps and I looked at it. I was like, no, I'm so <laughs> good. You didn't want to peep hungry. it? You didn't want to peep that? I right, don't do too much. <laughs> I was so hungry. And I would choose still to not eat that. Really? So nasty. Nah, I used to like it just because back in the day when I didn't have money for candy and somebody would give me some free candy, <laughs> I would be like, oh, this is the best thing I've ever had. But now that I actually have money to get candy and do whatever, it's, Which we probably it's not my favorite it. type of thing to get. But Easter today was dope. We had a um, a regular Easter service, you know, all the once a years, the people who only come to church at Christmas hey, and Easter. I think I can't what the dudes say it. What? Easter. What did I say before? Before we started, well, um, the east, the Easter thing, the Easter. I said something. I forgot. I Wait, if you pause it now, can you continue? I honestly don't even remember what the name was. Yeah, but yeah, a lot of people usually come to church on Easter day. But those there, there are people like that that will come to church on Christmas, mm-hmm. Easter, and maybe some random time throughout yeah. the year. But that's about it. Because our church was packed, and it's usually not this packed. <laughs> and it was because, well, it was because of two reasons. It was because of Easter, and then we had um, my pastor's daughter was getting married. Mm, getting and it married. was, it. it's very interesting when you have two cultures coming together because Wait, well, what she's Nigerian, uh-huh. but he's, you know, in America, you'd call him white. Uh-huh. But his f- mom and dad are actually from Switzerland. So his dad... Wait, he was a white He was a white man? He's a white man. 
His dad is Swiss and his mom. Oh, because similar to a situation that you know. The your current situation. (laughs) (laughs) But his dad is is um from Switzerland and his mom is from um I don't know which country, but she's from an Asian continent. Because um or country because when she when she was talking yeah the so the dad is is white Swiss and the mom is Asian wow yep. And when they were doing the, because in, Niger, in Nigerian culture, we have two weddings. We have the traditional wedding, mm-hmm. and then we have the white wedding. Mm-hmm. So Saturday was the traditional wedding. And the mom and dad were there, and the dad would say, would was speaking. And I think he, because in Switzerland, there's multiple languages, like mm-hmm. German, Swiss, there's like something called Swiss Poland, Polish. So he was speaking some type of um, European language, and then the mom would also speak some type of like Asian language when hey. they were praying for the daughter, yeah, or praying for whoever That's at that so time. Sick. It was very interesting, like traditional African wedding, yes, traditional African wedding. Yeah, what they were they, there. When are they having their American? Wedding? Their white wedding is going to be in um New York, and I think it's going to be, I don't think it's for another week or two. Okay, yeah, mm-hmm. it was, it was actually pretty cool because yeah. the dude. He, I, I, there's a thing about it, right? Because a lot of people who aren't Nigerian can look funny in Nigerian attire. Uh-huh. Very but they funny. were wearing the traditional yeah. clothes and everything like uh-huh. that. And the, the, the groom actually looked great in it. Yeah. Yeah. He actually wore it like, and he looked fine in it. It was good. He but I that, was, he put that thing on. He put that thing on. That thing and on. it was actually really cool because I, for her, I kind of know her, but she's a, she's way older than me. She's more like my sister's age, like yeah. mid thirties. So I didn't really get to know her that well uh-huh. growing up through the church. Because they don't but, live; they're not from Minnesota. Like they're not; they still don't live. Yeah, in they don't live in Minnesota. I, I think I they live in Dallas and New York. Yeah. So when so when you usually have a white person in a wedding that's traditional, it can look a little funny. Funky. Yeah. Yeah, because I've word. been to a couple of them, and I'm just like, this don't look right. Yeah, this don't look right to me. It just looks a little funny. Yeah, and the way that and they kind of look a little lost. And you oh know, yeah, and you all that, be, and all, and all the <laughs> and all the drumming, all the dancing, all the the different things. And Hope's mom does this thing where she's an alaga. So for that, it's somebody that's like sort, an MC, like an MC, exactly. And like an MC is somebody who's just gonna like move the program along and like say funny things and you know keep the keep the crowd engaged. Basically, like a receptionist uh-huh. MC, and like that's what the basically traditional wedding is like another reception with an MC, but it's more um, traditional. Mm-hmm. So they, your mom had them dancing, uh-huh. prostrating, doing. All oh, she was the one doing it yesterday. She was the one doing it yesterday. Oh, yeah, she was the one oh, in charge. So she of got she got uh, practice. For what? <laughs> she can't be the one I'm doing good. it in your wedding. No, she'll be the bride. I'm the good. yeah, on the family side. But yeah, it was actually not that bad. But I don't know. There's a there's just something off about it. Yeah, I think there it, always is going to be I because they're not used to it. They're not used. Yeah, to they're it. not they're used to it. Born. And whenever they're speaking your about, they they won't understand. All they'll do is no, smile no, and nod smile <laughs> and just be like, okay, we 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 get it. Yeah. But no, it was it was cute though. It was sweet. It was nice. Good I it mean, was nice. Wedding. Yeah, it was a good wedding. It was a really good wedding. You find any uh suitable suitable bachelorettes? Bachelorettes? Nah. For, nah, for this young nah. bachelor. Not not looking, not searching. But I did we went to one party um 
the 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 after party of the wedding. No, it wasn't even that. There was two parties that were going on last night. It was the traditional wedding, and then it was a birthday party, a fiftieth birthday party. And there was something interesting about the fiftieth birthday party. Fiftieth birthday party was bussing. No, no, it was not. <laughs> it was not bussing. But they had, uh, you know, the buffet style. Mm-hmm. No jello fries. No fried Whoa. rice. No ion. No eba. It was like a white catered event. Whoa. They had salmon. With oh, asparagus no. and salads. Oh, no. And they had um, turkey breast with, with sauce. That'd be bad. But people were, were going up there and eating it, but they were complaining. <laughs> you know, as soon as they get to the table, where's the, yo, where's the, blah, blah, blah. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my gosh. No, but it was it was interesting because that was my first time going to any type of African event that doesn't have yes. gel fries and you know, all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, I actually thought that if you go to an African event and mm-hmm. you didn't have meat pie, it was not significant. It was not a good party, yeah. yeah. There's no they and the MC or whatever who was hosting was like, Yeah, we need to be doing something different. It's not every day we eat and y'all yo. So she really no. came out for them at, at that party. But it was interesting. Yeah. That was my first time going to a Nigerian event that they didn't have that. Not even rice? No. It was catered like it was in a hotel. So the hotel had a catering staff. So they catered the food. And it was salmon. Yeah, I'm sorry. I don't turkey even breast. Know. I can't do that. Um, what the potatoes, heck? like small potatoes and asparagus. Well, if I wanted to eat, if I wanted to eat like that, I'd just go to school. And you could go up there as many times as you want. But it was like, and there was uh, salad. And that was I it. I don't eat nothing green. <laughs> I'm working on That's it. I don't know how you're in shape. Bro. You just be eating whatever. God. And then just working out. You know what they say? God did. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I put in work, though. People yeah. I don't be putting in no work. I be putting in work. At the gym. Yeah. I what do you get, What do you do for, ass. what's like a normal workout? I don't know. I don't care. I'm not, I'm going to be honest with you. Let's say you wake up tomorrow morning and you have free time. There's no school and you want to go to the gym. What are you doing? Look. I don't do that. I haven't done that since January. Okay, but what did you, what do you do? Boy, listen to this. All right. When I lift, someone is telling me what to do. I just follow the regimen. Oh, really? I never, I don't remember the last time I actually just went to the gym and just lifted on my, like, did my own. Wow. No, someone is always telling me what to do. How long does it usually take you to get through the list? Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Like, but you're putting your own weights on your. Yeah, I'm putting my own weights on. What weights are you using? Are you using. Low weights and then just high reps, or no? It's pretty much high weights with low reps. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Especially with bench and squat. And... So you guys do bench, squat, and mm-hmm. then what else? You guys don't do deadlifts, do you? We don't deadlift. No. I feel like deadlifts is useless. It's so useless. Just to fuck your back up. That's all it's for. Yeah, just to mess your back up. I don't know what he was saying. <laughs> yeah, you definitely just mess your back up. No, I, I, I mess my back. I up don't the see other the day. importance of de- deadlifting. Benching. Oh, really? It hurts so bad. Benching. Exactly. How? I don't know how, bro? I must have just woke up on the wrong side of the bed. Yeah. And then just and then and then I went to go lift. Right. What were you benching? Like nothing crazy. Oh wow. Like regular weight, like two twenty five. Oh wow. But I just curved something bad. Some niggas listen to that regular weight two twenty five, and they said, "What? <laughs> That's regular? That's regular weight." <laughs> Try to get to three fifteen. Damn. Got to. Man. Well, and you know what? I know a lot of people that say they don't even go to the gym anymore to PR. They just go to like just do what just, yeah just to maintain which is good but I like the PR because it makes it gives me a threshold to reach because mm-hmm. I'm a competitive person mm-hmm. so from just at the gym doing the same type of weights it's okay 
But I'm like, I want to be better. I want to. You should. I want to be striving. To yeah. Because if you're just going, like, you can go just to go. Like, yeah. I work in the front desk, and people just, especially. I'm not gonna say men. I'm not gonna say genders. <laughs> Women? No, men too. Well, it's like it's being there for ten minutes and out. I was like, bro, you all you did was hop on the treadmill, bro. Yeah. You do nothing. But, but you know what? Some people they're are good at. I, I I give people like that props because they actually made it out to the gym that day. A hundred percent. A lot of people don't even be making it out to the gym at all. Well, if if gym wasn't mandatory. No, I like the gym. Like it's also a good place just to do something else, especially for me because my day is the same every day. It's like a reason to go outside. I was actually talking to a friend of mine who kind of is going through the same. Same thing you're going through about just how hard life can get mm. after college mm. and when you work remote. Yeah. And you can't, it's like hard to build connections. It's so it's boring. Like, so boring. Yeah. Like he's making good money, but it's just like, it's just really boring. He's all alone. Yeah. It's like, he'd rather be working. Like, obviously, he loves what he's doing and he yeah. loves things he's doing, but he said that it's not as easy as people think, especially when you can't build that connection that. People used to be able to build when they were in the office. That's true. That's true. Do you see that affecting your life anytime, like right now, or what? No, because I don't really like talking to niggas anymore. <laughs> so it's <No>. really easy. <laughs> no, that piece, that piece is pretty easy to me. Because hey, if I was yo. in the office, I would be in my little cubicle and I would get my laptop and leave, and that's <laughs> that would be it. You see, this is what's wrong with society, bro. Because I just like to like be this. on my own. I feel like talking to people and stuff like that. It just nah. What about it builds? It helps you build your repertoire. Yeah, it makes you be able to talk to people uh-huh. and have conversations. And part of um, jobs is also having communication. like communication and stuff like that, which is great. Hundred percent. But at the same time, because people look at me or people who know me a little bit might think I'm extroverted and stuff. I like. To, I'm not extroverted. Uh-huh. I'm not an extroverted person. Uh-huh. I'm really. I'm truly. I'm an introvert naturally uh-huh. and i feel like i get extroverted I, you've adapted you've adapted i adapt to, to the learn. situation yeah. if i'm in a situation that i feel comfortable in or if i'm with people that i know and have something to talk about i'm gonna be more inclined to speak exactly. but if i'm at work a place where i'm ob- i'm obligated to be because of pay <laughs> i'm not there to make friends because i didn't really want to be here in the first place i'm here for the check that's all I'm at here for. At least you know what you're there for. At least you know you're I'm there. there for a check. That's about it. Don't you want anything more in life later on to just work for a check than just work for a check? Yes. My my point is to work so that I don't have to work anymore. Mm-hmm. That's it. Well, don't you? You'll still get bored. You do know that. But I will get bored doing... But I'll, it'll take a lot... It'll be a lot harder to get bored because mm. I'll be doing shit I want to do. Then why don't you just do it now? Because I can't. Why not? Because I have to make money. Because I have to work. Both. No one is going to cost you money. That's what I do now. Like, what I want to do is I want to be able to travel and go to places. And that's going to cost Dude, money and time. your sister travels all the time. And it's costing her money. But she has PTO. I just started. You don't get PTO? It's not as much. She has PTO for two weeks. And she's getting paid for two weeks. And she's not working. Dang. And she's been there for over, I think she's going on year two. And I'm on like month seven. So it takes a while to build a PTO. I know, it takes a while. And and it depends on your profession. 
It does. It depends on your profession. But PTO should be given to data analysts too. Well, it it is, but it's it's just a lot less. Like I have PTO, but it's enough for like maybe five days. Yeah. Or like three days. Yeah. And I can still go on vacation and not worry you about can, PTO. You literally could go on vacation, work, and then. Like, yeah, if it's in the states, yeah. Oh, you have to be in the states. You have to be in the United States, like for. Yeah, they for the jobs. Yeah. Oh, they know. Well, they wouldn't. They wouldn't. But you would probably want to let them know because if they found out, then it looks bad on you. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah. Like if you go to Bahamas. Yeah, and plus, um, I know a friend who did do it where he went to India, and he works here in a place in um the U.S. Uh-huh. And he would get up at like four a.m. Yep, in India yep. and work. He I just didn't know. tell them he was in India, and yep. it was fine. Yep. So I could do it, but. I feel like that would just be not fun. Well, like, imagine working all night and then trying to go out during the day and you're tired as hell. Tired as a month. Or mm-hmm. trying to work all night and then sleeping, missing meetings because you're slumped. I don't know. Okay, it's it's can possible. We, can we talk about this, bro? Well, I'm not trying to expose myself, but remote jobs. Mm-hmm. Can we talk about how much of a scam it is? <laughs> like, not even trying to dry snitch on myself, but it's just like, <laughs> bro, you like... I, it can't be serious, bro. It's it's just I feel like if somebody back in the day that was working the coal mines and doing stuff that was bro. nuts, if if they saw what people in twenty twenty three were doing <laughs> for work and how much It'd they were making, hot, bro. they would be hot. I'd be so. They mad. would be hot. There are nurses that can actually work from home. How? Yeah, you can be a nurse and work from home. How? Because there there are um call there are call lines where people will call. And if they're not like, oh, I need a bandit, but they just want to know, oh, I'm having anxiety right now. Yeah. What are my symptoms? Or I think I might have whatever. These are my symptoms. They'll call a line that's directed to a nurse. Mm. And that nurse can be working from home, making the same amount as somebody same that's working amount. in the hospital. And she's working from home, just collecting calls, doing maybe right, doing some paperwork that the hospital doesn't want to do, stuff like that. Jeez. So, There's so much ways to make money to this. But it, what is so crazy is like, you're sitting on the laptop and you're clicking buttons and oh, money's coming no in. There's no connection. There's no connection? What connection do you want? Oh, people. That's how you go to work. To connect? Then you go to work to make money. I Nobody in work, work to wants connect. to be there. I want to connect. And do a... I connect with people. To connect and do a... I don't know. Like after you connect, what is it going to happen? A, a relationship. A friendship. A friendship. Whoa, yeah. that's great. I have enough friends. <laughs> <laughs> like, Like... I feel like but I like, understand if you're somebody that's a people person. If you're I'm a, people, not a person, people person, if you're a people person, I kind of get it. But in a day and age where there's LinkedIn, there's you can make connections. I make four or five connections a week through LinkedIn. Bro, this we dude connected. did not just say we're connected, bro. <laughs> we're connected. I click that button that says, "Bro, that's not connected." We're connected. I'm talking about like. For me, like for me in the workplace, is to try to spread the gospel as much as possible. Oh Lord, and that's gonna be hard. Why? Oh Lord, why? Wait, wait, wait. work. Wait, what's it? What's what's that have to do with that? That could be an HR. That could be an HR conflict. Hundred percent. My boss is trying to convert me to Christianity. (laughs) That's a HR. That's an HR department conflict. Hundred percent. If you do it wrong, there's. I feel like okay. No, why? How do you want to? Okay, how do you want to approach it? How do I want to? You build a relationship with someone just because they're another human being. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, when you've built a uh, a relationship with them and you know the life they're living, and you're like, oh man, like 
there's such a better life that you could be living, and then you have that conversation. Tell them about the good news. Yeah. Tell them about the good news. Yeah. Yeah. That's okay, but I, what's the problem with that? There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that in because your approach is sound, right? Uh-huh. There's something wrong with it if you're just like, oh, so on. Did you see the Excel sheet? Yeah, this report needs. A, oh, have you heard about God? Or have you heard about okay, like that's that, different. Okay, okay that's different. Be serious. But at the Let's same time, if you're you, doing that, you have no connect, you, like you have no connection, no awareness to what you. But doing. what if your coworker was not Christian and they were gay, and you're trying to convert? What does that them? have something to do with it? Because they might not as- associate with that religion, and they might think that religion is harmful to them. And, and they might be like, "Oh, why are you talking about this at work?" You 100%. know, a lot, of, and that's the thing about it, is because a, another reason I don't care to really get to know my coworkers like that is because niggas be snakes. Oh, 100%. You can try to confide in somebody and they finna tell on you. 100%. For sure. You'll be like, oh, um, you know, instead of me joining that meeting, I took a fat nap. I forgot to join. <laughs> and then w- watch him turn around and tell, yeah, and tell your boss. boss. Yeah. Okay, I remember look, there was this time. That's a risk. That's a risk you got I didn't know how to do something for one of the reports. And I was like, oh, um, and I, I hit up one of the uh, my coworker's mm-hmm. like, oh, hey, can you show me how to do this? Da-da-da-da. And then my touch base comes to my manager. Manager's like, oh, Eb, I didn't know you didn't know how to do any of this. I was like, wait, yeah. what? How did you even know? Because some of these, some of these people just be ratting you, ratting you out. So I don't care to make friends with people. I just, I am friendly, but I don't care to be your friend. Okay, but my if problem, I'm your friend, it'll just happen naturally. Hundred percent. But my problem is, man, like, I understand where you're coming from. But at the same time, what if they spend eternity in hell? Oh my god, bro. Bro, what do you mean? No, that's the truth. Look, 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 look. I believe in evangelism as next as better as the next person. I believe in spreading the gospel. Evangelize, right? But at the same time, you are not obligated. For somebody else's decision making, you no, that's not no. You're not obligated to that, no. so you can't f- fill yourself with guilt about not oh allowing oh that person's gonna do this. if I don't do X, this person will be able to get this or. This. So I don't think you're responsible for that person's soul. Mm-hmm. I I don't. You're not responsible. You're not responsible because, like I said before, you're you can't you can't um that's not your role to change someone's heart. So but what is your role? Your role is okay. Imagine this, dude. Imagine you know something is good for you know something is good for everyone, and you don't tell somebody. And then, like I'm not I'm talking about like man like you. They're coming to you, and like but you don't know that it's good for everybody. You know that it's good for you, bro. Actually, I do know it's good for everyone. Cause like we're on Easter. There's only there's only one there's only one way that there's only one thing that's good on this earth. And a, and buddy folk buddy folk died. <laughs> buddy <laughs> folk died. <laughs> that's only good. You say like he's one of your jits from the from the. He the... is. He's my friend. Oh, he's my nice. friend indeed. <laughs> <laughs> All right, bro. You're a rat, bro. Okay. okay, what's the difference between love? What's the well, what's the opposite of love? Hate. It's not hate. Oh, what is it? It's indifference. Mm. It's not. It's being in the middle. 
Mm. That's the opposite of love. It's not hate. It's not caring. Mm. If you don't care, if you don't care, like you don't, if you don't care about your coworkers or if you don't care about certain people, like that is the worst thing that you. Can but if you hate do. them, you love them. If you hate, it's not that you. If you hate them, you love them. It's that if you hate them, you're. Um, I don't know what the theme is, but it's just like indifference means you just don't care. Mm. Like someone once told me that it's easier to preach the gospel to people who hate the gospel than it is to people who. Um, don't care about the gospel because mm. people who hate the gospel are still curious to the gospel, but mm-hmm. people who just don't care about the gospel, mm-hmm. they really like, like, well, like, I don't care. Like it doesn't mm. matter to me, but people who have, who have hate towards the gospel, it's like, they still want to know why mm. certain things are, are happening. In certain I, ways. I'm getting you. Yeah. I get so it's just like, if you don't preach, like, like if God has changed you in such a way, like He He changed your heart, that like that love that He's giving you, you'd, you should want to give it to others. Mm. And I'm not saying that you go to your work and be like, if you don't believe in Jesus, you're gonna die tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Like no, that's why you build relationships. Like yeah, and like you pray that like God puts people in your heart. And there's certain people that like you talk to, and and like your character should also be a representation of. Like, your character should make someone else be like, man, like, why are you the way you are? Mm. And, like, people should ask questions about, like... They should be able to see the God in you. Mm-hmm. 100%. 100%. No, I, I get that. I get that. But I just think that if you go to work with that mindset, it's not necessarily bad, per se. But I don't know. It, it's, 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 a, it's a way to go. It's it's going to create conflict because yeah, not a lot of that's people... That's what it will do. Not a lot of people... Like you said, you're going to meet people who live who love to live in sin. Yeah. And that's, that's, let's just be honest. That's just what it is. People who love to live in their sin and are okay with that. And anyone that tells them that it's not okay to live in sin sees that as an identity issue, which is like, all right, you, mm. you do you, buddy. But, yeah. But I think it's... I think it's a hard thing. I'm not saying that I'm going to... I don't even have a job. I do have a job, actually. <laughs> but I don't just go every day, like, re- like talking about the gospel. With like, the megaphone. A, yeah. If a conversation strikes up, I'm going to definitely have it. Mm-hmm. It's definitely a conversation that, like, I'm going to have. But right. it's just like, mm, yeah, well, if it happens, it happens. Right. Like, I'm not going to go out of my way mm-hmm. to, like, tell someone, oh, you went out last weekend? Oh. Like, what's wrong, bro? I yeah. can't stand people who do that. Like, sister, what's her name? Candy that go comes to campuses. Oh, and, like, yeah, tells yeah, people, yeah. Oh, if you're having sex, you go to hell. You're going to hell. Yeah. Like, let's just be honest. Is she lying? She is not a spokesperson for God. Uh, I, I beg to differ. She is not a spokesperson I for God. I beg to differ. You can't say that. No, I can. You can't. I can. Why? I Why can. do you say that? She is not a spokesperson for God in the same way that you, I was going to say that we are not a spokesperson for God. We can't speak on behalf of God because God ultimately is saying that whoever I allow to go to heaven will go to heaven and whoever I choose will go to hell will go to hell. There can be a person doing everything on Sandy's list, Sister Sandy's list that goes to these campuses telling everybody they're going to hell. And God might still choose them to go to heaven. But why? Why? Okay, but God is pretty, pretty. And um, why? Adamant. Why is the reason why 
we are not a spokesperson for God because no, we don't but know we know that why reason. though. We know why people go to hell and why people go to heaven. We know the answer. Yes, they are. We 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 honestly don't know. We do. The Bible we don't talks know. about it a lot. There, there's only there one are people way. in the Bible who have done multiple sins and God has forgiven them and yeah. they've gone to heaven. Okay. Well, that, that, that so it's that, not gonna. It's not gonna. And by the way, we don't know if they've gone to heaven or hell. Actually, we don't. We can't. Say we that. don't know. Even the people but the who fruits, died in the Bible. But the fruits of their labor is pretty. Should be and pretty. at at the end of the day, Bro, it's gonna be God's decision who goes to heaven or hell. It's yeah, a hundred percent. So but, Sister Sandy is not a spokesperson for God. I was, I was. I don't know. You cannot determine who will be going to hell and who will be going to heaven. I don't think she's determining who's going. She to is. Hell. She's saying if you do X, Y, and Z, you're going to she's hell. She's not lying. She is. No, she's not. It's you biblical. cannot. She cannot damn somebody's soul to hell she, because that's not what she, I don't think that's what she. Yes, doing. that's what she's doing. No, she she's is. saying if you do X, Y, and Z, you're going to hell. Point blank. Period. That's what she's, she's saying. Not lying. Hey, everybody. Anal sex? You're going to hell. <laughs> That's what she says. Listen, she knows exactly I, what she's okay, saying, bro. Listen. She's determining, and what she's doing she's can actually get her to hell faster than those other people. Hundred percent. I'm agree with you. Because the worst you can do, the Bible talks about some unforgivable sins, and part of that, one of those things, is using God's name in vain, and a part of that too is blasphemy. Blasphemy of what? Of the Lord's name. Of the Holy Spirit. Yes, okay. But at the same time, you can't be out there condemning she, people to this and that because that can be seen as blasphemy as well. Okay. There's a difference Especially in the way that she does it. There's a difference between She's not how, saving our souls like that. There's a difference between how we perceive it and how God perceives it. Let, let me tell you my philosophy on whatever her name is, right? Mm -hmm. What she is saying is not wrong. Like the Bible, like in First Corinthians, it talks about how sex outside of mar um, marriage is a, is literally an, an abomination towards God because it's a, it's a sin against oneself. So people who actively live in a sin where they are doing mm -hmm. that, like you are literally like telling God, like, oh, I like don't care. But it's like you're literally sinning like we all do. Like you're just sinning. But it's more than just a small little sin. Like you're sinning against yourself. Right? So what she is saying is not wrong. She's what she says, like having sex outside of marriage. Mm -hmm. She and she's like condemning. I think condemning college students is just not the right way to go about it. Mm. But I think what she's saying is a hundred percent I agree with I haven't really listened to a lot of her stuff, but I agree with what she says because it's in the word. It's what the word says. Mm. So it's like, yeah, there's a way that you can say it that like changes it, but I believe she, all she has to do is just change the way she talks to college students, and I think her message will work perfectly. So, do you think everybody who has had sex no. before marriage—that's not the thing. That's not. That's not what. That's not what is like. Is what the main theme is. The main theme is living in it. Mm. You can't live in sin. Because if you've, like you said, if you've been saved and God has changed your heart, you can't live in sin. How can you, because in um, Romans 6, 1, it says, are we to, are we to continue sinning because of the, because of God's grace in our lives? Are we to continue sinning because God has, Jesus has died for our sins? Mm. Are we to just continue sinning just so, just so what he died for could be 
magnifieds could be abounded. No, like we're not. Like that's not. It calls us to stop sinning, mm. not to keep sinning. There's because mm. like someone could argue. Hmm. I might as well just keep sinning if Jesus already died for my sins. He's gonna forgive me. Yeah, he's gonna forgive me. Mm-hmm. Wait for the spender. Hot, hot. He's gonna be burnt. Nah. And the other thing is, there's nothing you can do. And you know what is actually crazy? There's actually no biblical description of hell. There isn't. Besides what we've given it as human beings. 100%. So a lot of people. Well, no, there is a description of hell. How the 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 description is um, everlasting life away from me. So whatever, mm. whatever you, whatever every you think good that thing, might be, every good thing that's on this earth, take that all away. And but the, but God doesn't claim this earth, every good thing on this earth. He wants you to not think of every good thing on this. Earth. Oh, uh, in a way, ish. Yeah, every good thing comes from God. Well, it depends on what your definition yeah, of good is. Well, that's truth true. Can't be, in my opinion, truth can't be subjective. So that's so interesting why people say hellfire or fire because the Bible doesn't even describe hell as no. that. But at, at the all. same time, I, from what I've learned is everything that's good that mm-hmm. God has given us, I'm talking about feelings like happiness, love, mm-hmm. all these things. Yeah. Imagine a life away from that. He's also that given us hell. anger, sadness, is, depression. He did not give us depression. He gave us anger. He gave us anger and sad. Depression isn't an emotion. Oh, what is it? It's a, it's a, it's a feeling. It's a. I think feelings are emotions. Eh, I don't know. I don't think. I don't think. Jesus, I think God is responsible for every good thing and every bad thing that happens. No, God can't do bad. He can't really? do bad. It's literally. It's not in His nature to. It's impossible. It's impossible for God to give us bad. The same guy who sent the flood and killed everybody on earth? Good. To who? It was good. To who? They were sinning. It was out of goodness. It was out of love. It was They were sinning. Yes, but hope. There's a perspective of that, of the niggas drowning, that is not seeing it as good because they're dying. They're not going to see it as good. Or people... Bro, or people it doesn't matter how look, people see it. That's not the problem. That's the, that's, the, that's the problem. Oh. The problem is that people are like... Oh, how did they see it? They as they, uh, bro. Oh my goodness, Noah fuck was like, hop on the ark, hop on the ark, and be saved. The flood is coming, and be saved. And be saved. They said, "Who is this nigga, bro?" Mm. And look, and then and, God wiped them away. What? What? And we're not talking about some little time. Like it wasn't like one year, three years. It was a long time of rain. Yeah. Of no, I'm talking about before the flood came. Oh, generations and generations as they're watching this build this mud, mm. and they just watching them like, oh, look at this madman building this yeah. fat ass boat. Yeah, where he going? Yeah, Shoot, somewhere you're not. That's for <laughs> sure. Nah, but bro. That's what I don't get because I think God is responsible for the good and the bad. He can't be responsible because for the bad. if there's it comes a, out of his good, it, there's a way it comes into his. So good. the bad is good. Yeah. Hmm. And you have to understand those people. The, like when you read that story, like the people who didn't listen, they were literally an abomination towards God. They were literally denying Him and doing their own things. But there is a lot of bad that happens, though. Yeah, because of our because of sin. Because of sin. Because the bad came into the world because of one man, Adam. Hmm. Adam is at fault for the evil that happened in our lives. Not Eve. 
No. God didn't tell Eve not to eat from the fruit, not to eat from the tree. He told Adam. He can tell both of them. No, he instructed Adam, mm-hmm. and then he created Eve, and then Adam told Eve. Mm. And she didn't instruct Eve. He instructed Adam. It was Adam who was told not to eat from the tree. Mm. Adam brought sin into the world. It wasn't Eve. And Eve was chomping, and Eve Adam was got chomping. it. I mean, God is that. Oh. Adam. Ah! Adam, his buddy full tweaking. Dang. Because I just read in, I think, Romans 5, it talks about how from one from one sinner, mm-hmm. Sin from one person, same came into the world, so it's impossible. So the only way that sin can be defeated is by one man through Jesus Christ. Who's so that? He, Jesus, Jesus Christ? Christ. Mm. So it's kind of like he couldn't die for all of our sins individually. He had to die to the one who he had to kill death. He had to kill the byproduct of sin coming into the world to conquer sin of itself. Mm. Like it talked about how we are sentenced, we are at a, in a judge, like we're in a trial, and we are guilty because of what someone else has done. Mm. And because of what someone else has done, we are also made righteous because of what Jesus Christ has done for us. Mm. So it's just this big old loop where it's like, but some people can read that and be like, oh, it's not my fault, I sinned. Oh, no, it's 100% your fault, you sinned. Mm. But the reason you do sin is because of what Adam did, not because of. Like, so you, but if God allows things to happen, mm-hmm. He allows there to be bad. Yeah. What's a God? How can how can he, we call Him a loving God if He didn't allow it to happen? Mm. If He didn't allow for the bad, yeah, then we just be is they would just we just be robots. He goes free will, hmm. because like a guy, like a guy can't a guy like we have he can't be can't be loving if he doesn't allow us to to have like free will. He gave us free will, so anything away. That's from why that, I never understand about that free will because he knows what you're going to do. Uh huh. So is well, it free st- will then? It is free will. It can get into predestination and all that, but I'm not very. I don't really know. I don't really know much about that. But what I do know is he does know what you're going to do. But at the end of the day, like, it's still free will. Because mm. us talking right now, we decided to come. You decided to drive over to my house. Which mm. you knew. Mercedes. You used to be dusty. You decided to drive here. Right, you had mm-hmm. the free will. You decided to make a decision to drive over here. Right, and that's small things, and like we could go into drastic things. Like right. Hitler decided to kill all those people. He made a decision, but mm. at the end of the day, like God gives us free will because without free will, then we're just robots, and that's not real love. That can't yeah. be real love. But I think at some point, a lot of people, and I think a lot of people's plight with Christianity or religion in general is that a God that is so loving wouldn't allow for so much bad to happen. That's false. It's always the, the sort of precursor to be like, okay, that's why I'm going to be agnostic, mm-hmm. or that's why I'm going to be... A God atheist. that is so loving shows his love through the evil that has came into the world. Show his evil? No, he shows his love through the evil that people have brought into the world. Like his love is bounded even more. And like, like, let's just be honest. It's not like he 
he said, oh, I'm going to create the earth. Let these people sin so I can swoop in and be the superhero. Mm. Like, no, that's not what he he meant for us. But at the end of the day, that's what we chose. That's what we literally fought. Like, we made it. Yeah. That's how the earth is. So, I think that if people take a second to look at their... I don't know, like, not necessarily their, their sins or whatever they deem to be, like, unholy with themselves. Mm-hmm. I think if they took a second to look at themselves for who they are and what they've accomplished, I feel like they'll be a lot better. Like, sort of that gratitude that we talked about at the beginning of the year. What do you mean by that? Because a lot of times when people look at Christianity, they look at the things that Christianity has done wrong. They look at the the, the, the kids that? in the Catholic schools okay, that have been look, molested multiple times. 100%. They look at a lot of these different things that have an overarching theme of, yes, this is what Christianity is, exemplifies mm-hmm. and what Christianity is defined as. Mm-hmm. And because it's associated with these bad things that people say are good, they're like, you guys are living in a lie. Okay. The thing about that is like, man... No people who and God allowed that to happen. Oh God, you have to understand that using our logic, God allowed that to happen. But at the same time, the and I don't like that the answer for everything is that you 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 can't use the mind of man to understand the mind of God. You can't. And yes, that's true. But I don't like it. Why? That's fine. You can. Yeah, you can I know. I know. There's that's no. Okay. There's no way to explain it. You but can disagree. You can, don't like it. That's that's okay. Because but. as a human being, you want to. You want it's logic. Our selfish yeah. nature to want to understand everything. But you have to get to a point where I'm thankful I don't know everything. So true. Imagine if you did, though. God forbid. I think you'd be no. so depressed. Look at Solomon, the wisest man in the Bible. Look what happened? What happened to him in that sinful ass dude? What did he do? Just messing around. Really? Oh, a lot of concubines. Bro, concubines left and right. And that was even this dude, the wisest man in the Bible. Wow. Wow. He was a great A sinner. Wow. Like we all are. Did he go to, do you think he went to heaven? That's a question I ask every day. I don't know. I don't know. And that's not, it's not in my business at the end of the day. But the thing is when people like, when I'm around, like, actual, like, Christians and we have general conversations, and, like, I'm just going to say this. We don't talk about the evil that Christianity has done. Yeah. That's, that's not a conversation. Yeah. No, but that's not a conversation we have. We're not talking about, oh, the Crusades or these people they killed these many people during that time. Man, may their souls rest in peace. You got to acknowledge that. A hundred percent. But that's not real Christianity. That's why we don't focus on it. You can't call yourself a Christian. And then kill people for not choosing well, you to know not be how many yet. people converted because they had to. That's not and conversion. And, but not they, really oh, they, con- they converted. Oh, no, they trust didn't. Me, they converted or died by the sword. They finna be Whoa. singing the all the gospel. Ebenezer, there's only one way that you can be. Converted. And a lot of people, I'm pretty sure a lot of people now are Christians because of what happened back then. The crusade. Thank God. <laughs> what? Like I'm just to be honest. No, like awful things happen. But you have to understand, and there's this verse in Genesis 50, 20, it says, for what you meant for evil, I meant for good. 
For what men meant for evil, God meant for good. So that sounds like justifying a lot of evil acts. I'm not saying that the things. No, I feel like no, I feel like that that can be used to justify a lot of evil acts by evil people. A hundred percent. Oh, like oh, I'm you know I might be you know euthanizing all these people, but you know it's for the good. It might look bad, but God says what might be what might be bad is for my good, and they might just do some. That's a thief. That's a thief. People always read that. Even I read the verse. I was like, man, I was like, man, every bad, every bad person about life that has done me wrong. Well, they're for good. (laughs) They they will. God will make them for good. But that's Mm. not even the story. That's not even the main purpose of the story. Mm. It's talking about it has nothing to do with me. It literally has Jack Dookie (laughs) Dookie to do with me. It's Mm. like at the end of the day, it will be good for God's kingdom. Mm. That's what people forget. People forget at the end of the day, like, yeah, people have done evil things. You've done evil. We've all done evil things. We've mm. all hurt people. We've all did this and that. But at the end of the day, like, man, God will reach the people he needs to reach. Mm. And it's just like, sometimes it sucks. Sometimes you get the opposite end of the stick. Yeah. And But at the end of the day, like, God's glory is going to be magnified for it. Doesn't mean you should go and sin like that verse says. Should I continue sinning due to abound to make God's grace greater? No, mm. that's not the point. Mm. It's not the whole point. That's not even the point at all. Because there's only one way to be saved. And you talked about how people were forced to conversion. Yeah. You can't be forced to conversion. A true Christian cannot be forced to conversion. Mm. And that person will just spend eternity you in hell. You just said thank God huh? for the crusades. You just said thank God for the crusades. Because a lot more people are converted, <laughs> whether the reason, they liked it I'm or not. I'm not saying thank God that people but died. thank God that they know about the gospel. I'm saying thank God that now that those generations after mm-hmm. are able to know the gospel. And is that the way to go about it? No. Mm. But like I like the verse I said, what man meant for evil, God meant for good. God turns mm. an evil event, an evil event, and he turned it for some people's glory. Mm. He turned it for their good. Mm. He made it for their good. And it's just like I feel like these are discussions that that there that there isn't a place for them in church. There is. And I feel like there needs to be a place for discussions like this, even starting with not only starting with oh college youth group, but starting in like like even like toddler age. Like, cause you're gonna have questions. Ebenezer. You're gonna Ebenezer. have questions, and I, I, I know my questions were met with "Why are you questioning?" Cause you're you. My questions were met with "Why 100%. are you questioning?" And this, and and if you question too much, it might seem like, oh, this kid doesn't want to be a Christian no more. Why okay, are you questioning my question. So much? Okay, my question for you is, why do you think they said that? Um, because I'm defying whatever. They're trying to tell me because I'm trying to gain more understanding. One hundred percent. That doesn't sound. And like I don't think seems sound like a smart Christian to me. To gain understanding? No. To defile somebody for trying to gain understanding. Mm. Mm. Ebenezer, this is something I talk about. If you stay in the same place, if you say, "Man, like, oh, no one is having these conversations." No, these conversations are being had. You're just not in the room when the conversations are being had. Hmm. Can you like be honest and be like, oh man, am I actually seeking for community? No. 
But at the same time, no, I'm not talking about it. now. Just, just I'm not talking about, just now. Not talking about now. I'm talking about when these come. When I was learning about these things, I think there should have been a space for these types of. What if there's a space now? That's fine, but there are people like me who are growing with these conversations, with these questions. One hundred percent. And there's not a place for them in their youth group or whatever they're at. I feel like there needs to be a place for those conversations. 100%. Even, not even in a group, but even in church. 100%. I thought there needs to be a place for those types of conversations without. I agree with you. Without. Like you're being condemned. Condemned, yeah. Without. I agree with you. But at the same time, and I'm talking talking from a place of privilege too, because I've I've been grateful to have amazing guidance in my life. At the same time, it's just like, man, like, it's there. Mm. Are you going to find it at an African church? Probably not. <laughs> I'm just, no, I'm just going to be honest no, 100%, with you. I'm just going to be honest with you. Like, the church I go to, there's a small 100%. group. There's a small group that you get to have these conversations. The groups I lead, these are the conversations we have all the time. Wow. So, like, am I privileged? Heck yes. To be surrounded by, to have the ability to have these questions have answered like and, and like talk about them, hundred percent. But I can't, I can't. There's one, I, there's one thing about um, people who like say like, man, like, like all these questions is like you're asking all these questions, waiting for someone to answer them for you. Mm. When the when the it's kind of able to be answered through the word, right? If you just read the damn book. Yeah, you're. I'm not saying all the answers will be answered, mm-hmm. all the questions will be answered, but a lot of them will. And then you go into community, and then you continually add on to it. Yeah. So I'd say that's that's, a, that's the thing too. I think I go into seeking, wanting a clear cut answer. You're not going to get, and one. I want an answer that will be that answer all the time. Yeah, you. You're... But with Christianity and reading the Bible, things will. Will evolve as you as you grow. Nothing changes. The only thing that changes is I think your understanding will change. I hundred because you gain wisdom, and yep. you gain knowledge, yep, and you gain I mean, experiences. Yeah, and you meet different people, and yep. I, and it doesn't mean that it. Um, the, no, I'm not saying the word is changing. Yeah. But I'm saying you as a person, as you grow and you read the same things, your your mind will change. And I think when your mind changes, you'll interpret things differently. Yeah, you'll interpret things differently. I, I would agree with you because the same thoughts I had freshman year are not the same ones I have now. Mm. So it's just like, but I think that's what we, I think that's what we lack. I think that not saying that talking about the crusades and there's a place for that. Mm. But why would I talk about someone I don't believe is a real, was a real Christian Mm. in a Christian setting? That doesn't make any sense. Yeah. We're all talking about, Oh, the crusades did this. Oh, Hitler did that. You are. The worst injustice that's ever happened in history. Hmm. You are. G.K. Chesterton. I am truly yours. What are you saying right now? G.K. <laughs> Chesterton. He got asked, what is the worst? What? Who is like... um the worst person in history? T- kind of like question like that. And he says, I am truly yours. G.K. Chesterton or something like that. What does that mean? You are the... You the are, worst person? Yeah. How? You are part. You are the problem. You will always be the problem. Oh, because you are a sinner. You are. You are part of the equation. 
You can't try like people who want to go fix world peace. People who want to go do all these things. Mm-hmm. They never look in inside themselves. They are part of the problem. Mm. Human trafficking, raping, all these things. Like you are a pro- like your like your sin plays a factor in that some way somehow. It might not be a direct. But at the end of the day, your sin towards God brings is the reason why like other people sin too. Mm. So it's just like you are the problem in the world. So that means you're part. Of, you can also be part of the solution. Yeah, if you fix your problem, but mm. you can't fix your problem on this side of heaven. There's only one person who can. Yeah, a uh, person died. Yeah, R.I.P. Folk. <laughs> well, he did. He rose. He rose again. He rose again. He's alive. But yeah, you are the worst. You're the worst person. You're the worst. We're one of the worst people ever. No, I think I think that's an interesting perspective by T.J. Chicherson. I remember this name is. Well, you think you're good? No, but I don't think I'm worse than somebody. Well, okay, okay, okay. What makes you good? What makes me good? Yeah. If God asked you, if God asked you, what have you done? To go into heaven, what would you say? Whoa, that's a deep question. That's not deep. That's Let's a answer deep it. Question. What have you done? What are the, what are the good things you've done to get you into heaven? Hmm. Answer it. That's a deep question. It's not that deep. It is a deep question. Let's start rambling off the good things you think you've done. That I don't know. What? Because yes, you can ramble off the good things that you've done, but it's like that. Is that what he wants to hear? What do, just oh, ask I, a question. Well, I helped a grandma across the street one day. I, I built a shelter. That's a good thing. Like, those, are, those are good things, but I don't know. What I, do you I, think he wants to hear? Something that isn't superficial. Okay, like, like you, so you brought you brought 10 people to heaven? Like you, yeah, you or discipled, something like that. You discipled 10 people? Yeah, or and something you, like that. And you helped, get that, um, helped them to understand who God is? Yeah, something God like would that. spit in your face. <laughs> Spit in your face is crazy. My bad. <laughs> Wait, why? Doesn't he doesn't care? What is so all that thing is useless? About? Really? So useless. There's not a. So what does he care about? The, the little deeds? Bro, he just wants you to love him mm. and understand. Paul talks about no one, not one, it's is worthy. righteous. Yeah, not a single one. There is nothing you can do. You can't to be worthy enough. To be worthy enough. Facts. Your the goodness. Whoever is second to to G, like whoever is second mm-hmm. to Jesus, Abraham or Isaac or yeah. whoever Isaiah, whoever mm-hmm. they say is good, bro. It's, it looks like a dirty rag. Wow. Imagine me and you. Look like a moldy trash can, <laughs> bro. I'm t- there's literally that's why when you talked about how like at the beginning we were talking about like. There's literally nothing you can do. Mm. Not one thing. You can save 10 people mm-hmm. tomorrow and get them into heaven. But if, you're, if you yourself does not believe that Jesus Christ died on the cross and died for your sins and that he has given you a new heart and that you should you have this knowledge to stop sinning, you're it's useless. Because mm. if you believe that you could do things to gain to gain a way into heaven, all right, buddy, keep keep doing it. Right, you be you you be in for a long ride. Right, there's not a single thing you can do because everything we do is sinful, selfish, yeah. selfish desires, selfish so, desires. So it makes almost that kind of gives you two ways of thinking about it. Yep. If you're thinking about it 
in a decent way or you can think in a nihilistic way yep. that what I do doesn't matter. What I do doesn't matter. Or you can – it's actually, there's only two ways. It's either you, you think, of, oh, well, what, if so my works matter. don't matter, if yeah. my works don't matter, do why should I even do works anyways? Exactly. And then the other person is like, man, like, I the reason I do works is because of what God has done for me. Because works is – a, a byproduct. It's not. It's not part of the equation. Mm. It's a byproduct of the equation. That's fair. So it's like your faith in God should, if it doesn't bring works, faith is fishy, buddy. Mm. If you say you have faith but you you don't have any works to show for it, it's fishy. Mm. It's a little off because it's like you say God has really changed your heart, but you're still doing the same things you did before. Right, God saved you. You're still not saying that, like that. You're just gonna. That's what made me not even like. I don't know, like with the posting Bible verses and things like but, that. Mm. There's a thing about it where it's like, yes, because don't get me wrong, I'll post some Bible verses mm-hmm. and stuff, but I always feel an air of judgment. Like I know I'm not a perfect Christian, so oh, I feel yeah. like by by per- portraying as one. I feel like I'm like I'm doing myself a disservice. Who is good? No, not one. That's very true. No, it's righteous. I think that's fair, but I think that's condemnation, not conviction. Mm. There's a difference. Conviction is something in your heart that's telling you, "Oh, this is wrong." But conviction is always thrown at you with love because mm. it's from God. Condemnation makes you feel bad, just to feel bad, just to feel bad, mm. and that's from the devil. Right. That's how you can always know when it's from God and when it's from some evil force. Because it's like, if God is telling you, "Oh, don't go to this party mm-hmm. for your own good," or it's gonna be a banger, yeah, or <laughs> <laughs> or just don't do this and that for your own good. Like that's coming out of love. Right. But if it's like, "Oh, go out, go do this, go do that," and it's like, and like, "Oh, I feel so bad. Like I feel bad about myself. I feel mm-hmm. guilty." Like no, that's not from the that's not from God. Wow. God doesn't make God doesn't make you feel bad about yourself. No. But you should you shouldn't want to do ungodly things if you say you're of if you are of God. Valid. Man. That was a that was a righteous episode right there. I don't know about righteous, but we gave we gave a good we gave a good Easter that was a good Easter sermon right there about knowing knowing what God is. I and not so. not about just knowing about what he is, but what he's about. Yeah. What yeah. he's really about. Man. Mm-hmm. Thank you for tuning in to this podcast, Easter Sunday podcast. Um, if you like this podcast, make sure you check us out on our social platforms. And we will catch y'all next time. This has been your host, Ebenezer Ojo. Hope out about it. Peace. Yeah.